Hello and welcome back to In and Out the Locker Room presented by Capital Championship Wrestling. I'm Alyssa Marino, pro wrestling commentator, and I'm joined by the host of a wrestling gal podcast and my fellow CCW commentator, Ella J. And of course, today we have an absolutely amazing guest. It is none other than the pink dream herself, Alex Gracia. Hello, it's good to see y'all again. Of course, Alex, thank you so much for being here. Of course, it is Wednesday per per, per tradition. We wear pink on Wednesdays. And of course, in honor of you, we had to keep it going. No, it's such a vibe. Good vibes all around when we wear pink. Of course. Thank you so much, too, for joining us here today. We have so much to discuss. Yes, we do. Do it. You are a competitor who has definitely been on the radar for Capital Championship Wrestling. So we are curious, of course, to learn even more about you. Um, We'll touch briefly on the beginning where you debuted in Laredo, Texas in 2018, but you hit the ground running. You made your Japan Japan debut with Stardom, not even a full year later. So, I mean, we'll start with all like, you know, the, the ooey gooey warm and fuzzies. How do you feel when you reflect back on your progress and the awesome opportunities that have come your way so far? I think it hits me more now than it did like in the moment because when it was happening, it didn't feel real to me for one. And then two, I'm just like there trying to survive with the skills that I have at that point. <laughs> So I think now looking back, I'm like, wow, I had that opportunity that early. And I think that that really has sculpted me into being a wrestler now that's able to adjust in any situation. Like, even if it's scary, I feel confident that I can go and perform and work with anybody and work anywhere. And I think it's because of situations like that when you're just starting and you're in a foreign country and you're wrestling girls who don't know English and I don't know Japanese and you're just like okay let's go wrestle each other and so um that really has done a lot for me and up until this point yeah and even in just when the last time I talked to you it had just been about four years earlier it's been about four and a half now I think at this point for you and you've obviously had a lot of ups and downs in this journey but like Early on, what would you say were some of the challenges when you first started your journey here in pro wrestling? Um, Some of the challenges, which were a blessing in disguise, was how many opportunities I got um, pretty early because, I mean, there are just places and times and just certain things certain companies are looking for. And so coming in, being like a nobody, no one knows who you are, it's just kind of like oh, and who's, who's this girl? Who's this new person? And, and so you just have the challenge, I think was being like, oh my gosh, like they're watching me. I need to step it up or I have a lot of pressure because people think like, oh, she was in Japan like one year. And so they expect like me to be like this great, awesome phenomenal wrestler and I think like the pressure was I'll have to like step back sometimes and be like Alex you're still learning you're just still like at the time like a year couple years in few years in and you're just like okay I can't be as hard on myself as um what and go off of what other people are saying or thinking so I think that that's one of the big things I challenge I challenged with 
I cannot talk today. I'm like packing all day. <laughs> but uh, one of my big challenges was not letting other people like get to me mentally or make me feel like I should be better than what I am at this moment. And I feel like that is, I mean, we talk about the actual business of pro wrestling and so much of it is a mental game as well as as physical and that had to have been a lot of pressure being barely a year in and having these incredible opportunities it's almost like a a double-edged sword but you know you've had so many things that have kind of changed along the way for you including last year moving to los angeles Uh, what has been the biggest adjustment to you as someone that that moved to the west coast as well what has been the one of the biggest adjustments to life on the west coast for you Um, as far as wrestling goes and in general, I think that in Texas, I knew where to go to get like good training. I knew promotions I could work with to where I could spend like a whole weekend driving here, Friday, here, Saturday, here, Sunday, and like having like those connections and, um, we're all kind of like a Texas family. And that's why so many people do get stuck in Texas because it's such Mm-hmm. a big state with a lot of wrestling and you can go to any of the major cities and like have great training you have like Booker T school in Houston I was from Texas Wrestling Academy in San Antonio you have Jazz's school Thunder Rosa trains you have um Athena school in Dallas like anywhere you go like you're you can have some very good quality training and here it's like finding it because it took a little longer to open up to the point that Texas was at like in California and so I feel like it's still like I'm like where's the wrestling at when does it start and everyone's like no this is a lot slower than it usually is um but I think that's the biggest thing is I'm just like trying to figure out okay where do I like to train where do I want to go where do I feel like I can get the best workouts in okay what promotions are going to be like the ones where I'm like okay I know I have this booking every month like you just started trying to figure that out to kind of have that routine and I think that's like been the biggest adjustment because I feel like I'm still trying to tell people I live here you don't have to fly me in and so they're like even I'll even be at a show and they're like I didn't know you lived here I'm like yes I told you I lived here that's why you didn't pay for my hotel why you didn't pay for my flight but so it's just trying to catch up with that and like letting people know like okay I'm here I want to go and just kind of seeing what's starting to open up and um that's that's really the main thing is I'm like I don't know a lot of the promotions so I'm just trying to learn still it's you know fresh start too yeah it's like just kind of reestablishing yourself yeah Mm -hmm. I think your Twitter bio does still say Texas USA though from the last time I checked it so I don't know I don't yes I'm pretty I'm pretty positive it still does Instagram to like (laughs) Texas girl living in Cali or something fair and I, I know like the the west coast scene I feel like I feel like it's also one of those where it's like it's kind of blooming but it's also like a lot of the same faces maybe that's with any scene really like when I think of west coast like women's wrestling I think of like Aviva Van um like a Ruby Ruby Rays um Delilah Doom there's um some up and coming like a Mighty Myra um, like Jin Savani and all of that. I would love to see you like get into the mix with that. Yeah. And that's what is great about moving somewhere else is kind of how it is in probably most states. You wrestle 
most of the people that live around you. Like, I feel like I've wrestled the girls in Texas like 10 plus times. Mm -hmm. Like, that's what it feels like. And so I know a lot of the Cali girls feel like that too. And so it's kind of cool now. It's like, okay, like now we could wrestle different people. And it feels like a little bit of a a different um, type of relationship. It's fresh. Yeah. New new blood. Come on. Yeah. It yeah, is. It's and fun. it's been fun meeting people and stuff like that. Yeah. And I mean, you yourself, like you were mentioning, you were packing and stuff before. It's obviously you're a very busy woman. I know me and you, you've discussed you like to meditate in your free time too, as well. But I mean, genuinely, what else do you do in your free time? I mean, you do photo shoots. I know that for a fact. You got <laughs> um, Alex Gracia land. What else do you do in your free time if you even have any? I feel like I'm just like trying to find stuff to do most of the time. Like I'm like, like, you know, like it's like, okay, maybe I'll um, work on my website today or maybe I'll go and make it like a full gym and rest day. Or I'm like, like where training is, I'm usually driving like an hour plus to Mm -hmm. go get there. So that takes like time out of the day. Um, I know I feel like I'm very lame. You're not, but I will say there's some really beautiful like hikes. If you're into nature and the outdoors where yeah, you are now. I so I need to find those. Cause I'm worried about the bears. Um, yeah. <laughs> Alyssa's your girl. <laughs> I will, we'll discuss. We'll discuss. <laughs> yeah. I, I want to go hiking outside, but then like people will like randomly tell a casual story about a bear. And I'm like, that doesn't seem normal to me. <laughs> I feel like that doesn't happen as often as people might make it sound like it happens, okay. but I mean, you know, not discounting any bear encounter mm-hmm. stories, but I think Runyon Canyon, you're probably pretty good. And that's a, okay. that's a really nice and really popular spot. I'm going to have to note that. <laughs> gotcha. We will tell you too, a theme of in and out the locker room here is snacks. Like we love food. And I mean, you are world traveled. So just in general, do you have any go-to snacks if you were to treat yourself? And also what is something that you've, something new that you've tried in one of the countries you've been to that you enjoyed? Okay. So in Australia, I don't know what they're called, but they're these cookies and the girls, um, who were with me mostly in Australia, like hosted me, like got me like four packs of these cookies. And I, I went through them so quickly. They're like, it's almost like a wafer, like dipped in chocolate. Um, they're amazing. And so, yeah, I'm such a snacker. Like, I don't even know where to begin. Like I, I love chips, like give me some chips, some chips and salsa, like you can't go wrong with that. I'm like such a muncher. I'm like, <laughs> Guilty. it's a hard thing to break. <laughs> and why fight it? It's just so fun and enjoyable. I know. So I know. There, there are worse things. Food's um, and it's meant to be eaten. Say, say it again. Food's there because it's meant to be eaten. Exactly. There you go. <laughs> Eat, drink, and be merry. Um, and and as we said, I'm sure you got to try tons of different treats while you were traveling. And and as a well-seasoned traveler, uh, we did hear it was recently announced you'll be returning to Mexico for CMLL this month as one of the representatives of the U.S. in the Grand Prix de Amazonas. And you aren't a stranger to competing there. So how have you enjoyed your experience in Mexico in the past? Yeah, so I was there for about two weeks and it was most, it was more training than it was doing shows. I did like 
one house show and then like one like straight up CMLL show um, while I was there in the two weeks. And I mean, I just love wrestling in other countries because I feel like they just have a whole different platform of like respect and entertainment. And you're just so respected as an athlete that you feel like, oh, okay, like I'm working hard for a purpose. Like it, like you feel like you're somebody over there. And um, so when I was there, it was the beginning of 2020 and they wanted to have this tournament at the like the end of 2020. So I was supposed to do it then, but of course um, the pandemic. And so um, the fact that they're finally doing it now and like still had me in their mind, like to bring me back, I was super excited because I was honestly just been recently praying for like something to happen or like someone see me, like you're just like begging, like I just want to be seen. And you feel like, sometimes you're just like that's, no that's crazy for the girl me. with the pink hair that <laughs> like guys she, she's literally right in front of you you can't miss her I mean not only visually but like you're super talented too but go on I digress well, thank you I appreciate that and it's yeah again like with what we were saying earlier with it being such a mental game I think like it can just put you through ups and downs and you're like I don't understand why you're like I work hard or I really, I spend so much money on my gear and it's not just about that, but I'm like, I'm going to training for free. <laughs> like I'm not even getting paid to go to training. Like if I got paid to go to training, like that would be a dream. Like I'm like people at the PC. I'm like, that that's everything you want. Like to, <laughs> you're literally getting paid to do every aspect of what you love to do, um, which is putting the whole product together with, your actual like performance in the ring but yeah so I was just super happy like when they reached out to me and that's where I felt like okay like I'm not getting overlooked or they're they're seeing someone's always looking and watching and um especially somewhere like that it's I'm only like one of the three Americans Mm -hmm. um so it's going to be really cool. And it's a huge honor. And those are the things where I'm like, okay, not everyone gets asked to do this. So like, that's where I take it very seriously. And it really like makes me feel like, okay, some other opportunities that may not have worked out, like, I get to do some things that other people may never get to do. So I get super happy that I have been able to do some of those things, especially internationally. This is where they had the banner of you, right? Like hanging from the arena too, right? In in arena, Mexico. So that is like a huge deal. I feel like it's like the trifecta of wrestling Kirkenhall in Japan, Mm -hmm. like arena, Mexico in Mexico. What would be the third one? I'm thinking like MSG for some reason. Oh, like to me, yeah. that just feels like it. it. Yeah. It, yeah. That that just feels like right to me. 
But that that's so exciting for you. And you mentioned earlier, obviously, you traveled to Australia to make your Australian debut, mind you, where you won the FWA Women's Championship for a day. Unfortunately, we lost it back the next day. But it's still an, another notch yeah. under your belt, your first time formally in Australia. So besides the lovely snacks there, do you have any takeaways from your experience in Aussie, in Aussie wrestling scenes? Or what was your first impression of the country itself? I'm curious. Well, everyone was super nice. That's that's what I felt like for one. I'm like, okay, everyone is super nice. They were super friendly, super helpful. They just, they wanted me to see the country because they feel like mm-hmm. this is a beautiful place. You got to see everything. Yeah. And so that was really cool that I had people that like wanted to show me like the opera house and we went to the zoo and got to do those things because it was such a short trip. I was only there like three days. Yeah. So I had people that were like, even though I was tired, they're like, nope, get up. No, we're going out. We're going out. We're going to go do things. And I'm so happy they made me do that now or else I would have just like slept the days away. (laughs) Very, very true. Because I'm sure it is very taxing when you're on the go like that. But yeah, that's hopefully not a once in a lifetime opportunity. Uh, But yeah, you definitely got to take advantage. Now, as an international competitor, you've obviously gotten lots of different experiences under your belt, but now you've competed in the US, Japan, Mexico, Australia. Am I missing any? Not Canada? Yet. Not yet. Okay. Not yet, really. I was supposed to during 2020, but um, yeah, I, a lot of things happened that year. Oh, you ain't kidding. Okay, but I so. Know. But so we get have- you in the UK too. We gotta get you. Oh, I, I would love to go there. I would love yeah. to go to the UK. So okay, but so we have the four for now. Um, mm-hmm. What would you say is the biggest lesson that you've learned from each of these countries that you've visited and competed in? I would just say like always be respectful and be nice, because I mean, even the people like internationally, like they'll get um impressions of people who try to big league them or just don't really respect them the way that they probably should be respected and um they they remember that and so of course like when you they start to like group like oh well every american's like this or until they know more and so um like I just always try to go because it's like a lot of these people are known like worldwide, some of them from stardom or CMLL. And it's like, of course, there's only so many hours in a day. You can't watch every single program and learn about every single person. But I mean, these people have been doing it since they were children. Like I've been at training at stardom and we have the girls who are like 12 just starting out. And so, I mean, they're putting their putting work in like their entire life. And so um, I don't care if you want to put me in a ring with a girl who's 15, she'll probably still whoop my butt <laughs> because like she, she's been doing this a lot longer than me. But um, I think that's just the main thing. Like anywhere you go is just always be nice to everybody because People remember. <laughs> yeah. It is a very small world too in pro wrestling. So yeah, thousand yeah, percent. That's great advice. Now I am <laughs> I am gonna put you in the spot and hopefully, you know, not get you into any trouble or anything. But what country would you say has the best fans or the most vocal? 
Most vocal of Mexico. Okay. Oh, they have the, what, the vuvuzelas too? Like the big horns? Yeah, they're like, they're all like loud. Like it's like the louder, the better. In like Japan, it's very like, like. Respectful, yeah. Yes. Yes. So, you know, it's like, it's, it's more nerve wracking because it's just so like quiet. Are they having fun? Are they enjoying it? (laughs) in Mexico they're just loud just screaming having a great time (laughs) heck yeah it has to be really cool to be able to see everyone's passion come out in in different ways across different cultures like we love that yes Um, now kind of switching gears you know from the wrestling uh you will soon be launching your own beauty brand which you've teased a little bit on Instagram so is there anything you can share about some of the potential products or the inspirations behind it yeah so I think since I was a little girl, I've like wanted to do something like this. And um, I know, I mean, <laughs> even in past interviews, I've said, I'm like, when like Mary Kay and Ashley mm-hmm. used to come out with stuff and like Hillary Duff, I'm like, I wanted all of it. I had like the Mary Kay and Ashley like, like hair tools and mm-hmm. I had the Hillary Duff bedspread and I just thought they were like cool hip chicks. And I was just like, these are my girls. So She's got but, some cool um, stuff on this. Like just even what you've said that you're going to be putting into this brand. Like I want everything. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I've like been designing like samples. And I'm like, I'm such a, like I'm into packaging and presentation. Yeah. And I'm like, because that was the stuff. Like I would just want to buy. I'm like, okay, I don't know what that is, but I want it, <laughs> you know, just from visually seeing something. Um, and I think like when I first started wrestling, like that was one of my big goals was to like get to a point to where I could have like a name big enough to do something like this. And I was just like sitting there and I'm like, why am I delaying something that I could do right now? Like, why am I waiting to be in a company or be signed to a company or be on TV when I can just do this now? And it's like, why wait? And so um, just getting started with that has been like super fun. And it's like just another thing that I'm just like, okay, it like fulfills me as a person. And I feel like it's just, just matches like everything that I've wanted to do and accomplish. And so hopefully like as I'm growing, maybe the brain will grow with me. So let's go down the list for a a little bit of what you, at least what you've put out there. There might be some other surprises we don't know about. So first of all, I am such a lip balm girl. I go through, like that is like (laughs) my phone and my lip balm slash chapstick is literally, I need that to like survive (laughs) my whole day. You have no idea. So I'm super excited about that. She also has um, eyelash eyeshadow makeup remover. So smart. (laughs) <laughs> She's also got liquid glitter eyeshadow. This is for me. Yes. I'm like, that, that's all ages. Exactly. You could be five. You could be 45. Like there's going to be times for some liquid eyeshadow. Like you want some glitter on your eyes. <laughs> Please. Glitter makes the world go round. Exactly. Exactly. I am also in need of a new beauty bag slash purse. So I'm going to have to hold off a few months. You also got scrunchies and a hairbrush, interestingly, too, is enough. So I, for you, like, I mean, obviously you probably got a color assortments. What, what product has been the most fun to kind of design or like in the manufacturing process for you? Which one has been the most exciting? Um, I think. I think 
like the eyeshadows were really cool Mm -hmm. because it's like it's of course I was like even if I have different colors I'm like the whole aesthetic and the brand is like it's all in pink packaging so it's like they're all pink bottles which I think Mm -hmm. is cute like there's just like a little bit of the color like on the outside and so it's like just like designing the packaging where it's like okay like I want to see the bottle like in the box and so it was going to be like a solid box I'm like no I want one of those like holes with the where you like the windows yep. the windows and like putting things like that and I'm just like really just trying to make it to where it's like you can really see what you're getting in each one and um what's also been fun so I actually I got the brushes but then I like changed my mind I think I'm gonna do like a different type of brush so it's like a compact and you open it and one side's a mirror and then like the brush folds out yeah. on yes. the other side. so they're the yeah. small ones and um so good for travel yeah too, like, just because I'm like because I have I like using small purses yeah. so I'm always like trying to fit like my big hairbrush in there and stuff so this will hopefully like the comb won't be like getting all smushed and it'll just be like in there all nice and neat and it's all like kid friendly so you can give it to your like five-year-old niece or (laughs) whoever you want it should be safe for everybody or the 25 year old wrestlers that you know that exactly I'm like (laughs) all this like (laughs) now I have to come back to it because I am such a lip balm person do you have like a certain like not flavor, but like scent or maybe flavor in, in mind or like an assortment. I like, that's the important question. <laughs> yeah, I actually um, see like, I'm not a scent person. So okay. it's a very, very like low scent, like very generic, okay. like almost flowery. Vanilla-y, okay. But it's not like strong. Okay. So it's, it's just a nice little like lip oil to to put on and appreciate that (laughs) i really can now you were hoping to get these approved by christmas so are you still on track for december or do you have any official updates on when maybe this could launch yeah so i mean i've kind of like approved and like really liked all what I've gotten besides like the hairbrushes which Mm -hmm. I like them I just was just like oh I want something else that feels like more of like oh this is like sufficient for me um so I'm just waiting on those and then like once I have like the whole visual that's when I'll Mm -hmm. like actually make like the mass orders so yeah, I am really crossing my fingers for December. I'm really crossing my fingers. I'm hoping because <laughs> I'm like that. That is what I wanted was it for it to be like during Christmas time. Okay. Well, and you talked about how some of the fun was kind of meticulously going through what the packaging and everything was going to look like. But what so far has been the most challenging aspect or maybe something you didn't expect when starting up a beauty brand? Um, I would say like testing the products without like necessarily like being there so it's like that's what I'm getting like things like mailed to me and stuff to like pick like oh I want this and it's like you want it to be like great quality but at the same time I'm like I'm not over here selling Chanel makeup Mm -hmm. like that's not that's not the the point of like the whole idea and the brand and so um 
yeah, I think it's just trying to make sure that it's like, okay, this is still good quality, but it's affordable for everybody and it should be like those little knickknacks I want like everybody to have so it's kind of like finding that balance of um because I use a really expensive makeup <laughs> like I'm not gonna lie <laughs> so, I mean like, <laughs> you mean you're, you're wrestling you gotta have your makeup be stable and yeah. like last too and you do photo yeah. shoots and all that you're a professional My guilty, like guilty pleasure like I just always like love makeup like hair products like all that so I think it's like something to where it's like finding something that like feels good enough than the quality that I'm like, okay, I feel good enough to put my name on this. Like that's where I think like the biggest like challenge you're like, I don't want it to feel like, Oh, this is like Mm -hmm. not good. (laughs) I feel like the vibe and the inspiration I'm almost getting is very much like the, the Hillary Duff or, you know, like almost like Bonnie Bell, like lip smackers kind of, kind of, things um that feel just fun and 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 silly and enjoyable I think that's great yeah yeah I'm like just thinking I'm like it's for like the pink lovers the girl Mm. with girls with grit you know like just the people that love living life so it's like pink makes you happy like this will make you happy now in your own makeup collection what is your staple or holy grail makeup product that you could not live without because we all have at least one I would say my foundation so I use KVD um foundation Mm -hmm. like I'm like give me the thick stuff like cake my face I don't care I'm like the heavier the better (laughs) like I'm like that stuff is used to cover tattoos and so I'm like I I love it I'm like no put it all over my face like just hide it up I'm like that's like the best foundation I, I'll like go try other ones you know like just to test mm-hmm. and see and I always go back to that Cat Von D. Mm. solid and I feel like that it's important too because when you're crafting your own beauty brand you have to kind of sample and try out everything that's out there it's research purposes honestly yeah <laughs> yeah so while we're talking about you know beauty and and style I I have to touch on your super ornate absolutely gorgeous gear is there any particular inspirations behind it, aside from, you know, the color pink, um, that you can share with us? I mean, I like going, like, one by one. And so, like, with the people who make my gear, like, I'll be like, this is my vibe right now. Like, I'm feeling this. And um, so, like, of course, like, I had a logo made. And it that's kind of, I have, like, gear, and it kind of looks like Care Bear gear with, like, the light blue and, like, almost like the purples and the pink. And it's cause I was like, that was like one of my first logos. So I was like, oh, just make something based off these colors. Um, and then I've had them before where I'm like, oh, I almost wanted to look like princess lingerie. Like I wanted to look like sportswear that like a Disney princess would wear. <laughs> and so um, just things like that. And then I've also um, had things off of like Lady Gaga and, um, that's where it almost took like the sailor moon vibe, like people will say. And so um, it'll just, just little things like mixed in there. Like uh, I have like my jackets, I, uh, my recent one, I'm like, I want to be like a sky dancer. Mm-hmm. So I have like these big wings. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's stunning. what I'm in the mood for. <laughs> I love it. Mm. 
Did you know, Alyssa, though, that she's obviously had an an evolution of gear, though, but she's had the same (laughs) pair of wrestling boots that she had to choose between between having boots and Britney Spears concert. So, but so a little like, man, I just need (laughs) Britney to come back, which I believe she will. I believe she will come back. But Mm -hmm. it was when she was in Vegas and I could have gone for my birthday and my mom said, you can either nope. get the boots or I'll take you to Vegas to see Britney Spears. And I got my wrestling boots. And so hopefully it pays off in the long run. I'm like, mm-hmm. Britney wasn't happy then anyways. So, hey, yeah. so I'm like, I want to see her in her best self. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know what? I will say that the boots have been paying dividends for you with all the travels, <laughs> all the cool opportunities. Mm-hmm. So I would say that's a very difficult choice, but you made yeah. a great one. Yes, I'm <laughs> I'm determined that like Brittany will come back and it'll be a reason why I didn't go to that concert mm-hmm. and it's she's going to perform with Elton John. Yeah, I mean, they have to. <laughs> it's got to happen. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but obviously talking about like your makeup brand, obviously catering to like your girly girls and all that. You've spoken in the past though about kind of the conflict sometimes between being girly, but also being super athletic too. So you're also someone that I think people could look at and maybe underestimate you as a competitor with that. Cause that's a tough thing to balance. So how do you feel like maybe you've come to own that balance within yourself? I think it's being like, okay, the only way I'm going to show you is by showing you and like walking out, like people are going to have um, their first impressions and you have the people where it's like, oh, like she's a monster or, oh, okay. Like she's a badass. And um, you have all these like labels. And so I love like going out there and being like, whoa, like I wasn't expecting that from like the glitter girl. Uh, <laughs> but um, I think like, that's just really good to see anyways. Cause I mean, like I would just have those conflicts like growing up about um, feeling like, oh, I'm not a talented athlete if I like girly things. And that's what you kind of feel like. Like, it's like, oh, I like wearing makeup, but I can't like wearing makeup if I want to be a jock. And so it's, it's like those conflicts that like those stereotypes that like people have. And so, um, like, I mean, I've even been at a show and there's like a little girl who loved pink and her dad said like she was in karate. And she was just like, wanted to wear like a pink bow. And I was like, I wanted to wear a pink bow. So um, just things like that, where it's like, you can be a badass and be yourself. A thousand percent. And I feel like that's gotten it. I want to say it's grown and it's expanded a lot more than what it used to be. Like, it doesn't have to just be one Mm -hmm. way, but knowing that you can kind of embrace being unexpected, I think with people is really, really special and important. but we did talk about kind of the mental side of this. So sometimes when you aren't, you know, feeling your best or you aren't feeling your most confident, we talked about, you know, savoring the opportunities that come your way when you're you know, feeling like you might've been overlooked, but what are some of the things you do or ways that you remind yourself who the pink dream is? Um, I think it just, it's going back to basics for me. Like I know like when I'm, eating healthy and when I'm going to the gym and 
um, just doing little things that I love doing, taking care of myself, whether it's just doing like a face mask at the house. Like it's, it's like the little things that show like, oh, okay. Like I'm like our bodies, literally our temple. Like, it's like when we take care of ourselves, like we're going to feel better, like we can produce better and we're going to just have that confidence and it's just going to grow. And, um, even if nothing is happening, I'm like, cause you start to go in like a downhill where it's like, well, why am I working out or why am I eating healthy? Because nothing's even happening right now. And I feel like when you change your mindset and just start doing things, even if there's like, um, no reward at the moment, like the reward will come in time. You set yourself up for it, which is good. (laughs) Exactly. And also it's, again, manifesting your dreams. And I mean, you are the pink dream. You live out that fighting spirit. And we've talked about meditation before. I I have my crystals. We have affirmations kind of as channels to manifest those dreams. But for you, do you have like a certain method or recipe in manifesting your goals or dreams? Um, so it was like, I think like when we talked about like meditating it's like this program where it's it's not just like oh I'm going to be like rich and famous or it's like it's like figuring out what you actually want out of life like when someone says oh I want to be a millionaire they might not have necessarily thought about it they just want to be a millionaire because people take that as Mm -hmm. oh millionaires are successful oh um this and that there's like a hierarchy but it's like maybe maybe the real thing is like when you're not thinking about ego it's I want financial stability I want financial freedom and so it's looking more at those things um that I think have like helped me mentally because um there are certain things that I'm like so when and when I'm saying I want to be signed with this company do I really want to be signed with this company or do I want to be signed with this company? Because that's the only way people will think I'm good. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you have to like start to be like, is that really what I want? Or um, and just really go like deep down. And it's like when I first started wrestling, like I had come from such a low place before, before I found like the wrestling world. And before that, I just said, I want to be happy doing what I'm doing. And it, I was like super broke, like it's not making anything, not happy with my job. I was like, I didn't care how much money I made. I just wanted to like wake up every day and like love what I'm doing. And so that's where I think I have to like tell myself, like, I'm like, I am waking up every single day and I get to wrestle and I get to work on my training or my dieting or my gear or my presentation or my brand. And those are all like coming into play. And it's like right now, no, I might not be like the richest wrestler there is, <laughs> but it's like, it it's just building to where it's like, okay, I want to be seen. I want to get like my message out. It's not that I want to be rich and famous. I, I want to have like a message and I want to be like inspiring to others. And I want to make a career out of something I love doing. And so that's the goal versus I want to be on main event, um, on TV every week. Like if that comes to it, 
yeah, that's great because that would get my message out and that would like get your story and get that all like um, exposed to the world. But I think that's what helps where you're like, okay, like these little wins, like you really are a lot further than you thought and you are a lot further than where you first started. A thousand percent. And, and yeah, you're, you're right. It is so important to look at like, Hey, what's the note beneath the note? Like, what do I actually want out of this? Um, but we know of course with life, things don't always go the way we plan. Um, so do you, how do you think that you've been able to keep yourself motivated and kind of maintain your passion for wrestling despite some of the tougher times? Um, I think I always go back to, I don't force things. Um, so it's like, if I take it as if this isn't working out right now, then I'm not meant to be here right now. And, um, I just kind of think about, oh, what is going to come from this by choosing myself and like my well-being and trying to stay in that positive mind state. And when you're getting to a point where you're just like, I love wrestling and X, Y, and Z are making me hate it. That probably isn't for you because you don't hate wrestling. You hate like those circumstances or that situation. And so you just kind of have to do like what's best for you. And there are like certain things I've turned down that I wouldn't have been able to go to Australia. I wouldn't get to go back to Mexico and thinking about those things. And those are where I personally get the validation that, okay, I'm doing something right. And so it's all, it's different for every person. Like for some people, it might be getting signed for some people like it might be um hitting that like huge paycheck like I get to wrestle with some of the best girls in the world and that's my validation that okay I'm moving in a direction and this feels right to me so it all worked out for a reason well you you might have gone down another direction during college had um wrestling not come along shortly after that I would assume at least into reality television and you know where I'm going with this because I found the sound I was like why did I not know this so you ended up making it to the semifinals of the real world when you were in college so like I don't know any of the backstory to this what prompted you to try out or were you recruited for this I'm like I just want to know what's the tea all of my friends were just like, Alex, you're meant to be on reality TV. Like, okay. I just, I, mean, I, I, I agree with them. <laughs> you just feel like that character that's like, everything always happens around me. Like, like everything's always happening. And I, I mean, that is definitely like my guilty pleasure is like trash television, reality television. Like I love all that. And so like, <laughs> I would just like apply for these shows and yeah, I got like, called back and I was like this is a real and then so then I had like my second interview and then they're like okay we need you to go to Louisiana and I was in Texas at the time so then I went to Louisiana and yeah I like made it to like the semifinals and stuff and when I was there with those people I was like I don't want to be in a house with these people I'm glad I didn't <laughs> like they were <laughs> I was like I don't think I want to be classified in that range of getting yeah. qualified for the house like I was like this is cool to see and I think I needed to be around like people that would possibly be on the show to be like I don't think I want to be on this <laughs> so it kind of worked out in a way for you 
<laughs> exactly, exactly. But you have to go through it to know. Yeah. <laughs> you said you applied for a couple of other shows during that time. What were some of the other ones? I can't even remember. Okay. I mean, I think there's like Big Brother, which I had a friend get on that show. Um, Hold on. on. You know Luchasaurus? Oh, yeah. Oh, Austin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had a friend from college on that same season. And so when I entered wrestling, I was like mind blown. And I was like, I know this guy. And he it was, was from, from season 17 because I'm I've been watching BB since you know I've Clay seen Honeycutt. Yes. Cl- Shelby. And Cl- really? From A&M. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. Wow. Um, so he was on that season. I'm just yeah. like, what a small. He world. went into a showman's with with Shelly and ended up, yes. you know, picking her over. The, you know, the the prize money, but it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's but so yeah. Funny. So I was like, I was into that show. I'm very into like the reality shows. I think I would be good in a reality show that's a game show, like or some type of challenge. I would like be good at. But if it's just straight up, like we're in a house partying all the time. They there is the thought. challenge. I, I would want that. Yeah, I know the challenge. Yes. I'm like, I would be good at the floor as lava. <gasps> oh <Yeah>. my gosh. <laughs> That's like fell my in love dream. with it. <laughs> That's like my dream game show. I mean, I, OC was just on it. A couple AW people were just on it. I know. I know. I was jealous. <laughs> but I was going to say too, like gather yourself a trio because I feel like that's like right by you. It's definitely, I think in California I where I, I think like a lot of things are taped now. And I was like, that's one of my goals. Like recently is I want to like start looking into that stuff and just, just getting more into that. Cause I think like my first year here, I was just trying to get settled and I'm just like, there's so much I want to do. That's like in the like Hollywood scene, as far as even just I'm like I would love doing that so I'm like I need to like just start doing more research like I feel like we're I'm still barely getting settled in I'm like it's been a year already it went so quick it time does fly but seriously there are so many options out I feel like there's mocap out there there's, there's... Oh, yeah, I've done mocap yes before, so okay. so that was really fun and I couldn't do it anymore because they were only using people that lived in California after I went so I'm like oh I live here now again because <laughs> that's really cool like doing the the moves and like the video game that's and doing crazy my <laughs> mind is just still blown right now also <laughs> like Alex we we might have not known Alex she would have been Alex Grassi the reality star I, like how <laughs> I long still could be it's I true. still could be hey you still I still think you could, you could have your own I mean you do the pink dream diaries you kind of you have the sometimes YouTube thing you're very presentable very personable sure. it's just some of that stuff is scripted and like you're not fake or any of that you're genuine so but and like you yeah and it's just funny like our, our yeah house, like of course like my boyfriend and I like we're just like I'm just a little like pink sparkle in the house and then hmm. <laughs> rough and tough they need to just have the pink dream diaries become a reality show to be honest with you alex that was the whole reason i started that exactly (laughs) i mean shop that around you got i'm sure you could make a pilot out of it i think i think there there are big things you are probably one of the most versatile most well-rounded people and uh and i think that that's absolutely exciting well thank you and i'll be like hey i'm not signed to a company so hey this is your time this is your time (laughs) 
And it's like you said, it's everything happens for a reason. And you know, mm -hmm. where some doors don't open up, different doors and windows do. So hey, sky yeah. is the limit. Yeah. So, uh, so at this time, we don't know exactly when you will be making an official debut for CCW, but when you do, what can fans expect from the Pink Dream, Alex Gracia? I would say just always expect like new and improved. Like I always want to bring something new. I want to like bring something that surprises you every time, even when you think you know me, it's like, oh, I didn't, I didn't expect that or I didn't know that. And so um, I think it's bringing that shock factor, not only to the people that don't know you, but the people that know you. So you're just like always fresh <laughs> and always like something excited to see. And of course, we look forward to it whenever you will officially be making your debut. Of course, we'll keep the folks up to date at CCW social medias and of course our own. And Alex, this has been such a pleasure chatting with you again here. Thank Hopefully you. I love talking with y'all. The CCW audience gets to know you a bit more. Alex Gracia, the pink dream, the future reality star, the <laughs> amazing international pro wrestling superstar, Alex. Thank you so much for joining us here today. Of course, we'll keep all your socials linked down below. But for our audio listeners, can you please share where they can find you on your social medias? And of course, Alex Gracia Land. <laughs> yes. So my actual like just content website is alexgracialand.com. But Twitter, Instagram is alexgracia3. And then alexgracia.net is all my merchandise. So you have a lot of locations to check out. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of locations and we're going to add beauty mogul to that list of all of the you know mm -hmm. all of the accolades uh to our friends at home be sure you're checking out ella j and myself online at at it's ella j on twitter and at ayy underscore marino on all the socials and for alex gracia and ella j i'm melissa marino and we'll see you again very soon for the next edition of ccw's in and out the locker room